Well, so CDs can't see them. I'm Trent Lewis. Welcome to another Live Across to the Pond with my pontification partner, Andrew Henderson. Good afternoon, UK. Good morning, USA. And it is <laughs> good morning in the USA. And it's still just about good morning here because the clocks went back and I worked it Ooh. out. I don't I don't oh. normally work that one out, do I? So there you go. I believe that's the first time in three years, Andrew, that you actually figured out that your clocks change and ours don't. Kudos. Yeah. Kudos to you. Yeah, I never thought, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, we're at uh, 11, uh, 11.32 now um, in the morning. And uh, I have not been up that long. <laughs> I have to tell you, I arrived home. <laughs> you look pretty refreshed. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Actually, um, I think I told you I was very lucky. I got bumped up in the. Uh, did you know they cancelled the uh, British Airways flight from Denver the previous day? And no. for some reason, a load of people got very not not happy with this and decided not to take the next flight either. So, so they bumped me up, as they say. So I was Wait quite happy. Wait a minute. <laughs> What's the logic behind getting so mad at an airlines to go on, what is it, an eight-hour flight, that you're just going to take a stand and say, well, then I'm not even going to fly with you tomorrow? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think, no, what I, what I think I meant by that is that people will have tried to get alternative flights with other airlines and said, I am never flying British Airways again. And I, I do know some people that take that sort of stand on things, Trent. When yeah, yeah, I would take they that arrive stand. at an airport, can't fly. But it what? would be on the next purchase. So I would still go ahead and get home. And then I would let everybody know, I'm never flying them again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I I, um, I I actually was able to um, stretch out and sleep. That's a first. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it was. Hey, it was. I... I know how um, addictions are, and once you get addicted to a view, you can't just go cold turkey. You got to kind of slowly work away from it. So I thought I'd help you out here today. And you know those sand hills in Nebraska with the cows grazing oh, yeah. on yeah. the golf courses and everything. Uh, <clears throat> last night I I saw a, something that I thought would help you, and so we have it. Seth has it here now. See, I'm giving you a, a touch. That of looks the sand like my hill. home now. <laughs> Well, actually, there's not a vehicle flying by, so maybe not. But that, I took that in the pasture last night. I thought that, that was very appropriate. For uh, that's today. my that's my vision of um, the uh, of, of Nebraska now is uh, the golf course full of beef. That's what I'm going to tell people. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, for those who um, showed up to all the events, that uh, you know, I've I don't think I've ever enjoyed a week more in terms of being informed by people about what's actually happening in their local communities and um <clears throat> and also the diversity of the the great plains is just truly magnificent i, I have to say um I, I was trying to explain it last night while being very tired in front of the family but um you know it is the breadbasket of the world and it's uh you might not think this but it's even got huge it's got more potential than i think you could ever imagine for food 
Tell me more. I, I just think that the way I look at it, it's being farmed just like the UK is being farmed. And by the way, in UK is a much, you know, high, higher intensity of um, of population. And I know that we aren't using by any stretch of the imagination every available uh, acre for uh, for food production. But same goes for the USA. Only you've got it like. 10 times, tenfold more potential in the mm. sense that the um what you can actually grow in the in these areas is astonishing. You know, I'm looking, I was looking at conifers next to sunflowers. That that was so mind-blowing to me. You know, that I would never see that in France, for example. Good. I'm I'm glad we achieved a, a new level above France in some area. I was surprised there's as many sunflowers still out in the field as there is in the Dakotas. Yeah, and uh, you know, and so black. Um, mm -hmm. uh, um, but the plant is to do is harvest the seed, and maybe they can leave it in the fields until it's not going to disturb the ground as much, and maybe they wait for a better market price, and they're not having to pay storage. There's all sorts of reasons that might be happening. No. That would not be the case because at this point in time, you're subject to weather diminishing your crop every single time, every week that goes by once November rolls okay. around. So it has to be just time allotment in order to get to every field. And also, I don't understand or know the, the drying patterns of sunflowers. I, I do know soybeans and corn at a, at a minimum, but it has to do with the timing and uh, the drying you would not leave them out there as like a storage system. But Trent, I, unless you're going to completely contradict me, I, the week we arrived, which was the, the you know the twentieth twentieth of October, I, I think that over half over half of your combining was still to be done. I was absolutely. Um, I I don't think in the areas that we traveled that that would be inaccurate. I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that isn't the case here. We're like nine tenths of the way through. Mm -hmm. I, I admit, by the time we got back, though, a lot of work had been done in a week. I could see that um, as we drove back towards, you know, through uh, into Denver, there wasn't a lot left there. So last night. I wrote my column about uh, for this week for the High Plains Journal, and uh, I included in this column the uh, Mark Lapka discussion from Aberdeen, which occurred on rural route uh, as we were had a tremendous meeting in Aberdeen, South Dakota. And, you know, Mark was talking about the greatest challenge you face every day as a farmer or a rancher is the weather. Above yeah. all else, you have to deal with the weather. And so I paralleled that to how we experienced just about everything you can experience from a weather standpoint in our travels. I thought it was a great analogy. It was. Um, yeah, that was something else. That was, that was, uh, I never, I never thought I could go from suntan lotion to hypothermia in such a short space of time <laughs> time out you you didn't have anything below 12 degrees so well, you didn't get I the hypothermia know. yeah i don't know i remember <laughs> well hang on in the car with derek right we yeah. had 
You know, you you started to you told me about that that dodgy area between twenty seven and thirty one degrees where it's yeah. not that easy to c- control a car at, at eighty mile an hour. Oh, you seem to be quite good at it, to be fair. But it's not that easy. And and then we were at twenty degrees. It was driving. Yeah. So the colder you are, the better it is for driving. Uh, he just said he was a better driver than you, but okay, I'm gonna. No, I'm not arguing with that. We all made it work good, so that's that's well, it. Well, the end result is what say, matters. It, all I can say, if it wasn't for you and Derek, I would not be sat here now. I'd still be driving <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> and, and it wouldn't be very fast. I would be yeah. like the old man driving out on a Sunday with his wife, who only drives once a week for about three miles. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> those are going to be some of the fun memories the the sounds of terror that were coming from inside the vehicle driving <laughs> around the dakotas oh no we had we had um we had jim quoting verbatim the bible it was very interesting i'll tell you um so before we go to this break maybe we should put up the other picture and kind of bring up a, a finality to our discussion derek was just mentioned talking about derek Bolova who is the CEO of Beck Telecommunications. You can see yeah. that photo from High Plains Cattle Supply, Brush, Colorado. Derek is the one who is the, uh, the the protector in this particular case. He grabbed a nice little firearm and had it in that photo. He but did, that, yeah. That I, did. I, I, I remember. Right, did, did he pay for it? Or is that how he just increases his armory? I don't know. Did he? <laughs> I can't speak to whether he paid for it or not. <laughs> okay, before before we get out of this segment, one other thing. You, you, I told Kelly the last statement you made before you got in your car and headed to the airport was, I have never eaten a steak before with a plastic knife and a fork. The All-American Beef Battalion, do those guys know how to cook food or what? It was just delicious, and I couldn't believe it. It melted in your mouth, and um, you almost didn't. You, you almost just had to look at it, and it just would cut up into slices. It was that lean. It was. <laughs> it, 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 it was. It was delicious, and then, and uh, I had a very interesting talk with a friend of um, uh, Rhonda's who had arrived that day. Oh, absolutely! Over that lunch, and she was talking about um, all the the state laws in terms of being out, being able to build buildings in their area. And also this draconian um, property tax issue that you keep banging on about. She was telling me exactly how it is so, so restrictive for people to actually invest in their own homes. Yeah. And they made, excuse me, and they made the journey across the Rocky Mountains to be with us because her and her husband came all the way from Craig, Colorado to Northeast Colorado. The number of people that traveled so many miles to come and be a part of our events is absolutely humbling. Andrew Henderson, Trent Luce, live across the pond. We're back with more after this. But now we face an ever greater problem. We face globalism. And globalism is the enemy of humanity. Make, make no mistake about it. And I know that all of you here will understand that. They don't care about you taking a pledge of allegiance to this flag because they don't care about individual respective countries. What they want is a global new world order. And they want a new feudal system where they are the masters and the lords and all of us 
are their servants and serfs. Welcome to our energy future, where safety and progress work hand in hand. Carbon capture and storage has been safely used for 30 years. The technology has been further refined by UND's Energy and Environmental Research Center and is being applied by the state's coal industry. Advanced safety protocols ensure carbon capture and storage from the state's power plants is worry-free and safeguards communities and the environment. Safety isn't just a word to us. It's a promise to you and the generations to come. Learn more at coalandcapture.com. Welcome to the MHA Interpretive Center. It's the perfect stop along the Lewis and Clark Trail and the cultural hub of the Mandan, Hidatsa, and Arikara Nation. Nestled along the shores of Lake Sagaguia in Newtown, North Dakota, one mile west of the Four Bears Casino. You can enjoy amphitheater performances, art exhibitions, and educational workshops utilizing our Living Cultural Center. Enjoy some coffee, browse our gift shop, and learn about the original people of this land. Learn more at mhanation.com slash interpretive center. Stop out to our facility, Highway 22 South, let us build a truck for you. Ace Fluke Trailers of Dickinson is a family-owned dealer with expert staff that know their products front to back. We stock over 150 units of all types and can custom order a trailer with the unique features and capabilities you require for brands you can trust. Our experienced service team is the reason we're also the best place to have your trailer customized or repaired. Count on Base Flute Trailers of Dickinson to keep you hauling. I've spent the last quarter century of my life trying to connect food producers to food consumers, and there's a place that just does it naturally. The history and the tradition, more importantly, the culture of the National Western Stock Show and Rodeo in Denver, Colorado each year creates that opportunity. The culture is on display, and the nation's resource providers in Denver, Colorado, January 2024. Keep track of the details and schedule at nationalwestern.com. So see these cars here, Fred. Welcome back, Trent Loose, alongside Andrew Henderson as we charge into a new era after the Across the Pond Regaining Control for the Farmer Tour. Andrew, a couple things uh, newsworthy. First, have you, are you following the situation in Germany as it involves electric? They have 30,000 wind turbines, and they're indicating that they are in a serious debacle, much like the state of Texas, I might add that they know they cannot get through this winter 
with their electric demand and meet it without coal-fired power plants, they're they're scrambling trying to figure out how to get them back. I, I wish we could learn from that instead of making the same mistake. I couldn't. I haven't followed it, obviously, because I've been away with you, because it was rather busy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, Trent, Trent, take this the right way, right? I know yeah. I'm overweight, but I've actually lost weight last week. And, oh. and I'm not surprised because because we we had some amazing meals um, in, at the end of the week. I know that. But we were, you know, we were 24-7 it was you know up very early there wasn't an hour in the day where we had time that's all i'd say even though you'd say oh yeah but you were driving but that wasn't the case because the conversation in the car became extremely illuminated after every event we were discussing what was happening in every area and why that applied to the rest of the world so i've never i've never experienced so much time and um, Working's the wrong word because I really enjoyed every second of it. But um, you know what I mean. It's it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know what you mean. To tweet out and uh, get into social movement. Although Jim seemed to manage it. Jim was tweeting. Get this. When we were talking to him, without touching his phone. Yeah. Um, you know, Jim is Jim's an interesting individual. But the one thing I noticed about Jim is he didn't lose any time keeping track of what was going on on Twitter because he was monitoring that thing 24-7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as I say, um, I can't I, I can't, I can't, begin to tell you that I, I know what's happening in Germany. I think the stalemate in Israel is is more important than what's happening in Germany, frankly. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Because um, it isn't quite rolling out the way I think if there are bad guys, because, of course, that's always debated. But I think that, you know, they're trying to goad us into World War Three, and I can't see that they're achieving it. I hope I'm I'm right about that as well, you know. Uh, well, I think you're absolutely right. They're trying to goad us into World War Three. You yeah. know, I also have to add that I think that's part of the script. But I agree with you 100%. I am surprised at the number of people who are, who are seeing through the, uh, I'm going to say this on purpose, the facade of what Israel has done. Because I yes. thought people would just draw an allegiance to Israel because we always have, because we are yes. we know that Israel is the holy land. But Andrew, the folks who are running Israel, Netanyahu and whatnot, they're not tied to the biblical Jews that we think of in Revere. I think we've got to remember if we start thinking about the people, they're separate from the politicians. And yeah, it's, the same, it's the same with uh, here in the UK. The people of the UK are separate to these politicians. And I think that that's something that became very evident over the last week, that the politicians are not representatives of the people. Now, last night, Jim, when I when I did get home, I managed to watch um uh, Neil Oliver and his, uh, you know, he does his Sunday sermon, as they call it. And Boris Johnson is going to be installed as a presenter on GB News. OK, now the significance of this is that Boris Johnson, uh, as you know, presided over our 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 country during COVID, he even supposedly nearly died. Well, 
this is true courage because uh Neil Oliver, and if you get a chance to see it, folks, if you if you don't if you go on Twitter, but you can go on GB News. A lot of the presenters, like on Fox News, have been cancelled. So now we've got a real globalist coming back in Johnson onto GB News. So Neil Oliver took to the screens with GB News in his background. So it was tweeted out by GB News and proceeded to ram a poker up the jacksy of these globalists that's all i can say <laughs> so i don't know what a jacksy is but suddenly well, i think i've between learned between your legs and it's uh it's used okay. for other things other than that <laughs> probably don't need a description well it, it, <laughs> it's it's normally the uh the channel for bovine fecal matter yeah but there you go <laughs> the channel and I tell you, right? there's a lot of channels oh, by the way bovine that's another thing that's, that's another thing that makes me excited about being part of bet news and i feel part of bet news now because what a wonderful um way we were we were treated by those people are oh, you know luke uh josh derek uh i mean the whole thing yeah. I, I just love that station and then and Seth. <laughs> And I just want to make sure that, you know, I can build up as many words as possible that would be totally impossible to use in the UK and use them on Bet News. Perfect. See, you didn't express any of these sentiments until you met Mary. So I think it was Mary Grainer who really pulled you over the edge. Mary Grainer? Yeah. I mean, Host of the Ladies of Another View. Oh, my You were on yeah. today, by the way. You mean... You mean... <laughs> <laughs> Two gun pack and Mary Grainer. That's who I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, lunch at the OK Corral, uh, Mary. <laughs> that's what you mean? Yeah, that's what got, I mean. <laughs> she's got more. Con she's got more concealed guns than uh, <laughs> than say Carter's got pills. That'll be better what? for you. Pardon? <laughs> then then no, Carter I, has I, pills. Seriously, that show as well, and the whole ambience of that show, and everything about. I, I tell you, I've got. I will sit and smile about that experience for the rest of my life because not only did I enjoy it, I thought they were wonderful. I think they're absolutely brilliant at what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, although they, they're not quite up to your level, Trent, in that they have to have a little reminder of what they've got to say next next to them. I did notice that. Yeah. Uh, and it would be a nice time for us to remind everybody the best way to keep track of what's going on, not just with the Cross the Pond or Trent on the Loose. Everything that happens on Beck News is the app is working extremely well now. And yeah. it's Beck, B-E-K, TV Plus, the plus sign. There's the, There it is, Beck TV Plus Live. You can watch us right here on Across the Pond. You can watch anything, anytime it works for you. Go put the Beck app on your phone. Hey, there's one other thing that's happened that I saw that has serious ramifications. So I just want to walk through this with a little historical component because, you know, two weeks ago, I spent some time in Beulah, North Dakota, close to where we were the other day in the coal field. Mm -hmm. And there were three days that week that the coal-fired power plant based on electric didn't even take any coal because wind as a priority, as demanded by the government, well, and it's demanded by profitability as well, because coal subsidizing, uh, excuse me, the federal government subsidizes and pays the wind developer and based on electric, the, coal, the generation of electricity pays nothing. Mm -hmm. So if they can take wind or solar, they have to do that. And they don't have to pay for it while we, we, the taxpayers, pay for it. And so that is putting coal in a position where 
hey, how can you be in production in three days not have anything to sell because there's some subsidy going to intermittent unreliable electric sources? Now, think about that concept where the coal fire, the coal plant, the coal mill itself, excuse me, the coal field itself, recovering the coal from the soil is not generating a, a, a revenue because they're not being able to sell to the product. This weekend, on Friday, I believe, the Biden administration did a similar thing in firearms production. In fact, they issued an, an order. 90, and days, was, 90 days. Yeah, 90 days where we as our, our firearms manufacturers cannot export ammunition or firearms to other countries except Israel, uh, Ukraine, and Canada. So I am told, and reading through what multiple sources say, that this is going to put a serious damper on the firearms manufacturers and make it tougher for us in the United States because it's like not having any coal to sell to somebody. These firearm dealers are now limited on the market they can go to. These are all calculated efforts, Andrew, that we've got to see the force for the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you know what's going to happen. And they're going to be they're going to put us in a position to start to have no food or start to be uh, victims of uh, not being able to get energy to keep warm. And then they're going to show us how they can be the savers of us. That's that's the playbook. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. It's going to be you need us more than you think we can solve this. You know, we're the we're the, the white knights on the on the horses here. And um, we but you, you know, you'll have to take a few jabs and do a few things. In return, like you know, digital ID, fifteen-minute cities, um, eat bugs. Um, you know, I can see it all coming down the pipeline, as they say. And uh, and 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 I'm not stupid. I know I'm not now. I thought I, I might be about two years ago, but not now. No, I I think that's the perfect summary. It's the created independence. In fact, it's called the the. We talked about it the other day, and I got a picture of the helic, the helic plan or something, where that you create a problem and then you perceive to be the solution, so that you create this dependency upon the solution. It's exactly what not only the federal government, but what the the world entities want us to do. Final word, Andrew. We got to go. My final word is, um, I can't wait to. Uh, improve our product here at vet news because we now have more material than i could ever imagine because of the wonderful people in the seven states that we visited as well as the people that you know some of this is the odd clever one in vet tv as well. so I, I, it's really quite important Live across the pond are you getting control for the farmer we'll see you tomorrow thanks andrew Cheers. Folks, when it comes to crop protection, you need equipment and technology you can count on. The Apache sprayer accomplishes all of that, but you need something else, a service counter and a group of people that'll help you when you need it. Simpson Farm Enterprises at simpsonfarm.com and High Plains Apache from Mandan. They have the service, they have the equipment. All they need is your confidence. Online, simpsonfarm.com or highplainsapache.com. At the Set Motors, 
We understand how difficult it can be finding your next new vehicle. You don't have to worry about paying premiums or market adjustments as we are focused on building loyal long-term customers. Let us help you ease the purchase experience by walking you through the order process. Configure your next new vehicle your way with price protection. Need financing? We also work with several banks to get you the best rate available. At Beset Motors, we value your business. Let us show you how.